bottoms i hope you're ready yeah power uh, bottoms unite this one's gonna be a long ride <laughs> yeah this has been a pretty good uh, good news week especially on the heels we had cut up that clip of us talking about uh warren being about a, a, a snake. total snake yeah, yeah and reptilian and was the one of the videos that did the best on our channel since we've had it so yeah it's kind of interesting we have yeah. some new new listeners now which is kind of exciting it came a little bit unexpected um yeah but it's i think it's up to like 1300 views which yeah. is tiny for the grand scheme but for us it's pretty big yeah i'm i'm really stoked about it and in happy. this news and, I, and, I, and it hasn't left the news and then people just keep doing things that make it more and more and more like validates oh, how yeah. snaky and terrible these people are. Yeah. And like and it was so what I was saying, which is so funny because like we have a thing we're gonna talk about with Hillary Clinton in a moment, but like how I was saying in the last podcast of like so much of this tactic from Warren is such a Hillary move. I mean uh-huh. it's it's so clearly what she told her to do. And um and uh and yeah, so I guess we can just kind of we can just jump into that if you want. Oh sure, um, yeah. Why not? Any, well, first off, this is this is to this, set the tone. This for is how our... we feel about about Hillary here. Um, is uh, in this video made me laugh really hard, so we're gonna play it. <laughs> this is a a video of an elevator on the outside of it. <laughs> <laughs> that sound is so funny to me. <laughs> So if you're just listening, it's like somebody waiting for the elevator and the chime goes off and that's the just awful, awful chime. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying to you, it sounds like the, the Mandalorian sound effect that they use in every one of their compositions. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so we'll go ahead and jump into this. Yeah, uh, let's just jump into it. Going in it. Has, um, has Philip DeFranco died yet? Uh, I don't know. I, and I, it, it died, I mean like the the virtual sense the digital sense of dying like I'm, people just ignore him now i really do think the covington thing di- what's his downfall it was yeah. like tyler oakley's um, hillary thing hillary thing or yeah. same with what's his face uh, the uh, vlogging guy casey neistat uh, yeah he had that just absolutely embarrassing hillary endorsement too yeah so embarrassing and what's so interesting i saw him on the h3 podcast and they were just he out loud said she just sucks dude and it was like yeah, she does. And so here's... Ethan did or... Uh, 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 Casey? Casey Neistat did. He yeah. said that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Because everyone's looking back on like, well, how did Trump like, win oh, in the first fuck. place? And it's like, it's like we couldn't say it at the time, but we all knew she sucked. Yeah. But if you were like a public figure who f- probably had her camp talk to you, if we need, you need to endorse her. Mm-hmm. And the alternative was being like, "Yeah, I'm g- vote for Trump," or 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 you or you could have just shut your fucking mouth. About yeah, it. but I think we instilled so much, or like society instilled you're so racist, much. Respons- you're sexist if you don't. Well, what I'm saying is like society instilled so much perceived responsibility in being somebody who has millions of subscribers on YouTube. Right, which so we like, realize it has no nothing. effect. Yeah, <laughs> and how quick your subscribers are to turn on you. But yeah, so anyway. Hillary's back at it again because I think she's just a glutton with for the getting white vans. With the white fans she just is a is a, is a uh, glutton for getting dunked on so here's <laughs> here's this one she really loves to get her 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 shit kicked in um all right so this is from the hill clinton weighs in on sanders quote nobody likes him nobody wants to work with him he got nothing done isn't that just the most amazing amount of projection ever <laughs> <laughs> like and what's so interesting too so people like when this article came out or like the, the, or this this news came out everyone was comparing how many bills he's endorsed that have gone through and it was and for her it was like again she she just doesn't even compare to his record at all yeah actually i want to say like uh nobody so for for clinton it's like nobody likes or everybody likes her at gunpoint and everybody wants to work with her at gunpoint right and uh she gets a lot of stuff done when she holds people at gunpoint. right so 
Uh, read read this bit right here. Um, okay, so this is a quote. In the doc, you're brutally honest on Sanders. He was in Congress for years. He had one senator supporting him. Nobody likes him. Nobody wants to work with him. He got nothing done. He was a career politician. It's all just baloney, and I feel so bad that people got sucked into it, Rose said, quoting Clinton. That assessment still hold? And Hillary says, yes, it does. And I love this bit. He was a career politician, and it's like, dude. She is the definition, definition of, of career, career politician, politician, just embedded toxic rotting politics is she's the face of it she absolutely is the face yeah. of it and she is such an utter and complete narcissist she, she has a personality disorder i mean and it, it was so interesting is to watch her go against a president who absolutely has one too and it's like but she she and the but the populace will i think that even trump's most ardent supporters would be like yeah something's wrong with this guy but we enjoy it mm-hmm. and with her it's it's she it was it's interesting to watch her Twitter timeline because she had some tweet where she was trying to kind of rectify this problem and she uh, her supporters that still support her are so insane right yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy and so one of the big like things that she she's she's levied against him was that she uh, or that he he ruined her chances to for for campaigning and all this kind of stuff so there's a video that someone cut together that um, I didn't put it in the right part of the queue let me find it oh yeah so so this one's really good here. So one of the most annoying things to me are the people who say Bernie Sanders didn't support, uh, campaign for Hillary in 2016. So I oh. found a video from every single event he did for her, stamped each with a date and location, and <laughs> yep. edited it down to about a minute and a half. So we, should, we can go ahead and watch this. Yeah. Hillary was the nominee in 2016, and the only people in hindsight who think that Bernie did a lot for her or enough for her is Bernie and his supporters. He didn't stand up for Hillary or have her back or oh. campaign for her, I think, as vigorously as he could have. This was the one I was talking about last week. Okay. That lady. Hillary Clinton must July 12th. the next president of the United States. There yep. is one candidate who believes that the wealthy should start paying their fair share of taxes, and that is Hillary Clinton. If you don't believe that this Uh. election is important, if you think you can sit it out, take a moment to think about the Supreme Court justices that Donald Trump would nominate. Uh, there was this lingering question at the end of the Democratic primary as to whether or not Bernie Sanders really Listen meant it when he endorsed Hillary Clinton, whether he really meant it when he said he would work his heart out all over the country to get her elected. Well, he's been working his heart out, it's true. He started campaigning for Clinton basically as a full-time gig. He appears really to be flooring it for Hillary Clinton. Over five days, yeah. he did 14 events for her. Yeah. I serve with her in the United States Senate and know her as a fierce advocate for the rights of children, for women, and for the disabled. Hillary Clinton will make an outstanding president, and I am proud to stand with her. I want to thank Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Isn't she just such a rotten? Yeah, rotten, so awful. And if you guys are just listening, it it went through all the dates, and I I counted like dozens of of different days or different events that he was speaking at. Um, hello, everybody. Hello, Tom. Hello, Maya. <laughs> hello, Neononi. Hello, Dallas. Thank you for coming in here. Yeah, it's good to see all of you guys. Uh, but yeah, it, 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 it's absolutely it's it, it's this weird part of the Democratic establishment that doesn't seem to understand that we have we have the receipts mm-hmm. at our fingertips to prove yeah. that you are lying. Right. And what's so difficult about Bernie and what makes it so hard to support him is that he will not stand up for himself. It, it, it is, it, but on the bright side for him is Tulsi will. And, yes, and so she is now suing, <laughs> suing Hillary Clinton. Um, yes. And uh, so this is her lawsuit against Hillary Clinton for defamation. She's suing her for $50 million. Uh, she probably won't win, but it's, it's not really the point. I mean, Neononi made a great point um, uh, separately uh, uh, to where he was saying that she's setting up 2024. Yeah, where where it's like when people just keep because I think that she's predicting that it's so obvious that the Democratic establishment is not going to allow anything to be fair anymore. Mm-hmm. So she's setting 2024 to be a third a viable third party candidate. Sure. And I think that what she's also banking on and she would never say this, but this is my my prediction is that she knows Bernie's not long for this world. And then so she can take all of his supporters as well. Yeah. 
and plus like her crossover Fox support and mm -hmm. her Republican support. And she, she, it's I, everybody. It's what I've been saying since we met her. Like she's going, she, it may not, when we were at the event, when we met her, she's not going to be president now, but she will be eventually. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if he picks her as a running mate and they win, then she might be more or sooner than, than we think. But yeah. Because I, I just I don't I I think that Trump's gonna randomly drop dead. Like I just don't I don't think that either Trump or Bernie are are gonna live much longer. Do you think the amphetamines are gonna give him a heart attack? Yeah, and he's like he's like massively overweight. Trump, and I eats, mean, yeah, yeah and, 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 and and eats just terrible food. And I mean, but the dude has a fucking stamina of a goddamn racehorse. It's, yeah. it's incredible. So there's something going on. The, I think it's medication, but I think it's also like part. I think he's got like some brain stuff that just makes him, um, uh, just such a insane performer and like yeah and again it's it's one of those things you watch like you you look it's been interesting to watch these uh the uh, i'll go back to our camera to watch these campaign events and and you look at you 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 look at a joe biden event who's the, the front runner and he can hardly even fill like an apartment and then and then <laughs> trump does a rally and there's a fucking thirty thousand people in a stadium and it's filled mm -hmm. and he's doing like a stand-up routine um, but anyway, so here's Tulsi's lawsuit and this line, this underline is one yeah. of my favorite parts of it. This line is, uh, Tulsi Gabbard is running for president of the United States, a position Clinton has long coveted, but has not been able to attain. <laughs> <laughs> and that's such a drag. It's dude. such a drag. Um, in October, 2019, whether out of personal animus, political, uh, enmity, em enmity, enmity or right. fear of real change within a political party, Clinton and her allies have long dominated. Clinton lied about her perceived rival Tulsi Gabbard. She did so publicly, un unambiguously, and with obvious malicious intent. Tulsi has been harmed by Clinton li Clinton's lies, and American democracy has suffered as well. Yeah. With this action, Tulsi seeks to hold Clinton and the political elites who enable her accountable for distorting the truth in the middle of a, a critical presidential election. Yeah. So uh, yeah, again, yeah. like I don't think this will this will go really anywhere, but no. um, it's kind of like her, her her Google lawsuit. I but but she she's trending. Yeah, globally. it brings the attention yeah, to it. Not to that it. not that she's actually going to get fifty million dollars, right. nor that nor she cares about it. Well, and then she sent she um, sent a campaign email, which I'd pull up if I had it pulled up. But she basically said mm -hmm. that like this is how you stand up to bullies, and I think yeah. that it was a direct kind of dig at Bernie because Bernie put out this video of uh, of Biden recently where he was criticizing him for talking about cutting uh, Social Security. Yeah, and he's said this many times, and the Biden campaign campaign claimed the video was doctored which it so clearly yeah. wasn't. And then Bernie apologized to him. But there's another progression in that. Uh, Biden posted another video about like the truth. And then Bernie posted a second, a second like comeback against Biden. Hmm. I don't know if you saw those. That was I didn't, like last no. night. Um, uh, this, this is also one of my favorite parts of Tulsi's lawsuit. Yeah. Tulsi also, or in the lawsuit, it also says Tulsi Gabbard is a natural person who is a citizen and domiciliary of the state of Hawaii. She has never experienced, nor uh, does not currently experience, and does not expect to experience thoughts of suicide. <laughs> Isn't that fucking which is great? So fucking hilarious. And again, because it's, it's, a, it's a, she's going to commit suicide by two bullets to the back of the head. Right, which is yeah. the, which is Hillary's mo. But also, like to me, it's it's she's she's it's a fucking troll. Yeah, like and of it, course. It, and it's such a fucking clever one. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but of course for bad takes, we got to bring in Charlotte Clymer here. Of course. Head of, uh, head of, head of communications she's at the human a, rights campaign. She's been a recurring character on our podcast. Yeah. Cause she's just, we hope to have her on. Sometime. She's the worst, like the human rights campaign. And if you're new to the, to our channel, we talk about how the human rights campaign and glad are irrelevant organizations that just stir up controversy in order to secure donations. And if they didn't keep, <laughs> if they didn't keep, well, and you, and you know, it's true. I know it's just, it's, it sounds harsh, but, but it's, it's true. It's and and it's like, they're completely irrelevant organizations at this point. They serve no purpose. And so, and, and they'll, they'll hire somebody like Charlotte Clymer, who is again, like a fear monger. She, she's like the Al Sharpton for gay people. It's like, she just is not doing anything to actually help us. Mm -hmm. Well, and, like the, uh, and she's to a clarify, like my stance is that the HRC and, and glad what they set out to do is no longer useful. No. Whereas they could use their resources for more important things right. like our overseas brothers and sisters who are gay and literally dying in the streets. Right, exactly. But they would, but that they would never take any like it, because like so. What's Charlotte Clymer's tweet here? All right, so Charlotte Clymer says, "Good luck to, to Tulsi Gabbard. She'll need it. This is uh, far from the first time Hillary Clinton's been sued by a Republican." And she had a oh. similar she had a similar line the other day. And what's so funny about that to me is that she. Uh, Again, it's like it, it, it's it's just it's absolute evidence that these, like, you know, just to use our kind of angle as being gay people, 
the people who are supposed to be our advocates uh, are only advocates for you as a gay person if you think exactly like they do. Sure. So unless you, unless you were an ideological equal, she does not want to hear from you and does not want to protect you. And and so she's the head of the communications uh, at, at the Human Rights Campaign. And the fact that she only blasts out these hyper-partisan tweets, it's, it's like, bitch, you're, you're, you don't get to be both. Yeah. You get to choose to be the head of a nonprofit organization that helps gay people or you get to be a political activist. Yeah. It's like you, you need to remain at least some semblance of neutral. And, and if one party is obviously working to dismantle things that you view to be important gay protections then mm-hmm. then yeah you can rally against that party but generally speaking it's just it's it's just this ridiculous kind of horseshit from these partisan actors who are pretending that they're not partisans and so yeah. um let's uh, catch up a little bit okay um wouldn't it be hilarious if bernie wins yes it would uh, be it, it would but i'm kind of like i'm starting to be in on it i just like i'm ready for i'm ready to vote for him basically yeah i i am too and 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 the thing is it's like um it would be hilarious i I, i'm i think that i'm also not very emotional about it just because i I, i'm i'm about 80 percent sure trump's just gonna win so it's like i don't really it's kind of like okay well i'm prepared for that outcome and so it's sort of like well you know it wouldn't surprise me mm -mm. that and i guess that's kind of how i would how i would describe my my position right now right wouldn't surprise me if trump won again yeah um let's see uh this lawsuit isn't this is neon oni this lawsuit is an overt gesture and wink to the disenfranchised left that is tired of the corrupt dnc machine it's a brilliant move. Uh, we agree yeah exactly yeah. and like finally like being able to expose that kind of thing with such uh like a a trending thing with tulsi filing this lawsuit everybody's talking about it even right. charlotte Clymer bringing attention to it is good for tulsi right despite calling her a republican which is just such it's lowbrow and and again she's she's not she's not and like that's the crazy part about it is like behind bernie sanders she's the most progressive person on on the stage yeah and like end all wars like like, hillary's not a progressive she's really not and again like and but i think that charlotte is so stupid she would identify as a progressive yeah and she's just such I don't think she's. I don't know how these people who I think are intelligent can be so dumb. It's it, it, it's 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 mind boggling. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Sean Molly says Molly says Sean, what happened to your theater career? <laughs> uh, I I don't do that anymore. I do things behind the scenes though. So, yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've done like dressing jobs and wardrobe jobs and sewing jobs. Can you read Neononi's next one that we got? Yeah. Uh, Tulsi doesn't have a single policy that matches up with the GOP. It's is calling people Republicans the new Nazi? Basically, they're the same thing. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's the same. Yeah, and, and and Republican has been synonymous with Nazi, which is why they lost the election. But they don't learn from any of their mistakes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, and 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 how how much they how how little they think of people in the middle of the country. Yeah, like someone like Charlotte Clymer has never talked to a farmer in her whole life. Like <laughs> she has no idea what people's lives are like that aren't hers yeah or or people who are yeah. living on the coast or are super involved in queer shit like she has no idea that people are probably most people are probably okay with like she's a trans woman like they probably are mostly fine with her living her life in this way yeah but they're like we don't have a fucking job we're poor we don't have health care we have other things to worry right. about first other yeah. than other than we're hillary po- poking her fucking dumb cunty head in and make in and, and also <laughs> but, but when tulsi kicked Hillary's cunt in the first time, it was so bad for Hillary that I thought, okay, she's going to finally have some self-awareness and step back and maybe have the foresight to know that maybe my endorsement is bad for whoever candidate. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like this is good for Bernie mm-hmm. that she's doing this because we, like I said, we have the receipts to prove that he has literally been on the right side of everything Yeah, and, uh, concerning her. He did everything he could to help her. Um, and if he were to have dragged his heels slightly, it was because we knew that he had been cheated and he knew too by her in her whole establishment. Yep. And so it's, it's just, it's, she's so pathetic. It's like, it really, I mean, it really, she is just such a pathetic monster. I think that's what I'm going to title this clip as is Hillary is a, is pathetic. That's good. Yeah. Um, the pathetic, ugly uh disgusting um, lizard person lizard per- i'll also make her skin reptilian yes you should yeah because uh, <laughs> she is definitely a re- reptile um so kind of in a similar um similar sort of vein uh i 
so the New York Times opinion, uh, they had this weird fucking special on FX. And what struck, I, I pulled up this clip in particular, which I'll show you guys in a second. What struck me so much about it was it felt like a, it felt like the way they filmed this was like The Office. Yeah. Where it was like single camera, but they'd cut and zoom on people's reactions. So let's just watch this clip. And this is Bernie yeah. talking to them. Look, I don't tolerate bullshit terribly well. <laughs> and I come from a different background than Watch a lot this of other people who run the country. I'm not good at backslapping. I'm not good at pleasantries. If you have your birthday, I'm not going to call you up to congratulate <laughs> I love you. So this quote. I know. You write nice things about me. That's not what I do. Never have. And I, and I, you know, I, just, this I, woman. I, I take that as a little bit of a criticism. Self what the fuck? I've been amazed at how many people respond to, Happy birthday. Oh, Bernie, thanks so much for calling. You know, uh. it's, it's just not my style. Um, you know, I try to stay focused on the important issues facing working families in this country, and I fight for them. It, what I love about the birthday thing is it's so Larry David. It's like, <laughs> birthday's sad. Uh, we don't have to, like, happy birthday, Larry. It is very <laughs> Larry David. But, like, I love I love just this this woman here, because this is what's so office about it, is this woman right here. So like watch uh, her watch her reaction. I, I, the I, I, eye roll. I, guess, I, I take that as a little bit of criticism, <laughs> self criticism. Like I that could be made. like a like a reaction, Jeff. Yeah. Why it, did she do that? Because this is all a fucking performance, as evidenced by who they decided to endorse. Yeah, exactly. Which is two ding, people. Ding, 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 ding. And and, yeah. and for them to pick those two, which is if you're not if you're only listening, it's Amy Klobuchar and Elizabeth Warren. And the only reason why <laughs> they did this was to seem woke. There's literally no other reason. Yeah. It's like we just we love the woman candidates so much that we would only we could, we just couldn't pick one. Yeah. We just couldn't pick one. We'd pick both. And what I also love about this too is they invited Tulsi to come do this and she told them to go fist fuck themselves. And she said <laughs> no. <laughs> and she Bernie should have too. Because look at how yeah. they fucking treated him. Yeah. It was like like and they had their mind made up about who they're like there's another clip of them like doing this like they were like writing their votes on paper and they were drawing them out like it was like some dramatic reveal of who uh. they'd endorse and they knew this is what they're going to do the whole time yeah of it was course. just such a complete production to to just flex that we are so woke so and we woke. think the two the two women candidates are the best thing that that's that that are running yeah. that video that we just watched was posted i think at like 10 15 p.m on twitter right this op-ed thing came out at um, 11 p.m. that same night, the right. 19th. Yeah. So it's like, obviously this video came out and then immediately, I mean, obviously they edited the video and stuff, but like the back-to-back -back sort of like, here's all of the interviews. Let's <laughs> let's post our uh, let's post our endorsement right away. It's just, it's just it's awful. It's awful. It, it's a hell world it, that it, we live in. It's absolute, it's absolute hell world, and 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 it's it's so like I don't really know what these people think is going to happen it's like do they do they do they honestly think that like how, how do they do they really think that elizabeth warren stands a chance against trump yeah absolutely not no or like or biden who's like the one on the front like he's gonna just melt down and then and then klobuchar is just so uncompelling as a candidate and a human mm -hmm. there's there she does and she's so moderate that she might as like considering where the the democratic party is now which is like very left yeah she doesn't fit any of that and they're both so establishment uh, such establishment candidates right. that it's like why and o it's obvious why they would select establishment candidates because they are the establishment it, that's exactly it. um yeah. and they want somebody to maintain the the legacy that they're trying to build right now right it's just so transparent and at the bottom of that of the um announcement of their endorsement if you want to scroll to the bottom it's so corny it's like uh, the very last line is, um, let's see. God damn it. I hard. know it's fucking may the best woman win. Miss Klobuchar uh. and Miss Warren right now are the Democratic Democrats best equipped to lead that debate. Uh. May the best woman win. Awful. And it's like, how dare you reduce these people to just being? This is so interesting. The, the, there will be those dissatisfied that this page is not throwing its weight behind a single candidate favoring centrists Ugh. or progressives but it's a fight the party itself has been it itching to have since miss clinton's defeat in 2016 and miss one that clinton. should be played out in the public arena and on the privacy of the voting booth booth that's a that's the very purpose of primaries to test make test market strategies and ideas that can galvanize and inspire the country Ugh. it's just so transparent what they're doing here yes 
Yeah, absolutely. It's awful. And like, I'm surprised that that women are not offended by this. That like that these two candidates are being reduced to their womanhood because that's the only reason the New York Times is endorsing them. Right. And it's so clear, especially I, with that snarky final line. If I were to guess as to why why they take they take this position, is that like the really the swing voters are uh, suburban white people, and so like yeah, I think that. And a lot of the suburban white women went for Trump. And so they, they kind of are thinking falsely that suburban white women will go towards Warren or Klobuchar. Yeah. And I don't know why they would think that because we already have a 2016 example of suburban white women not voting for, for a, a white woman. For a woman. suburban white woman. Yeah. We already have that example. So right. like. Why would they do this again? And and continue to listen to Hillary for thoughts or advice right. or anything. As if else. she has some kind of valuable opinion. And she literally has She's none. None. It's so bad. Like it and I was I think this was a, a tweet that I saw, but I forget who tweeted it. Uh basically it's like Hillary is one of the only people who's been a candidate, lost, and then kept her face in the mainstream and just let out opinion after opinion and become like front page news weekly. Well, and, and again, it's like one of those things of like people, people get angry at Tulsi for just like cunt wrecking her every single time she does something stupid. Right. And they're like, well, you know, she's so deep in your head. And it's like, she's clearly so powerful still. Yeah. People still listen to her. They still like her, like her saying that about Bernie was the thing that dominated the news cycle mm -hmm. for, and it wasn't just Bernie people elevating it. It was, it was the mainstream media, like, using her as this important voice of reason yeah. which which just by her statement alone she's completely fucking insane and not self-aware mm -hmm. like she is an insane narcissist who is just unable to accept the fact that she lost because she's horribly establishment yeah. has absolutely destroyed the middle east with her foreign policy decisions and she's a fucking liar and Epstein and, and, and the yeah. list just goes on and on and on. It's like, <laughs> yeah. who the, like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> if you want Democrats to win, shut your fucking mouth and fuck <laughs> off to like the woods in New York and leave Jesus. us all alone. Whoa. I mean, but, but it, it really, because how many times do we have to have this segment on this podcast? Right. Of Hillary, right. shut your fucking cunt face. As a treat. God As a damn. treat. Like, will you, like, <laughs> Hillary, will you shut the fuck up as a treat? God. <laughs> Uh, can, uh, can you uh, read Yanni's comment? Yeah, he says, uh, this is just like a quote. Women are so amazing that we can't pick just one, but the brown woman from Hawaii is a Putin puppet who should be that's banished exactly to a volcano. It. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, a, that's, a, that's the funniest part about it is it's like, it, it, it was kind of what I was saying about the Charlotte Clymer thing is it's like, you guys keep talking about how much you want to be progressive and you want a woman president, but you, you're full of shit. You want the person who happens to be a woman that has the exact same worldview as you have. Mm -hmm. And again, it's like you examine any of Tulsi's policies and she's farther on the left than me on many things. Um, she's the only sane one really about immigration where she's mm -hmm. like, look, we cannot have an open border situation here. But she, like her gun stances from a, cause I'm a pro second amendment person are atrocious. Like I, I don't agree with any of them, but the reason why it doesn't freak me out is that she doesn't ever talk about it. Like yeah. even when there's mass shootings, she, she's not like, this is, we need to really take a look at guns and this, this and that. I, I trust her from that standpoint because she served yeah. and that she was armed and like, that she has the experience with the guns to like make appropriate decisions sure. for the country yeah. on that matter. So like, I don't know. I like, I, yes, I think her, her policies on like gun stuff. Yeah. It's a little bit strict, but like I said, I just, I trust her with yeah. it. I don't trust people like like uh like Warren and Klobuchar who probably don't handle a lot of firearms in their life or they, haven't they, handled they, a lot of firearms in their life. They probably never have. And again to like get it, and like you know? and that's that's the argument I've always made about like why I don't trust these people who are trying to make common sense gun laws is it's like well what's common sense to you? Yeah. Y you already are against this this issue so it's like I'm somebody who's a semi-absolutist. Like, I, I understand not letting people own grenades or RPGs or any of this kind of shit. I mean, that's obvious. But, yeah. like, but at the same time, it's like, you guys don't even know what AR and AR-15 stands for. You keep saying assault rifle. That's not <laughs> it. So, like, how can I trust you to make legislation that's going to be fair about this? Um, but anyway, uh, Hillary's a fucking dumb monster, and I should probably put the bookend on this or else this segment's going to go on for too long. Ding. Yeah. Um, okay. So, to answer... 
Maya's question. I don't get it. What does Sanders have against birthdays? And basically what he meant is like, he's not the kind to do like these shallow pleasantries. No. Like if you have a birthday, um, don't expect me to call you and sing happy birthday to you. No. It's basically what he's saying. It's like, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. Cause that means nothing. Right. The real, the real issues and the real like personal connections have nothing to do with me wishing you a happy birthday. Right. It's more so, um, how can I make your life better? Do we make our each other's lives better? It's like he's more. What I understood is that he's. It's less shallow. Right. Uh, his viewpoint is less shallow. Than or just, just or just like this, this, or... this, like these things that we do as humans that we're expected to do. Yeah. Are just so childish. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like because I'm somebody who kind of I don't feel that extreme about it. Like I, but at the same time, I. You know me about my birthday. I'm like, I just want to fucking pass. I don't yeah. want to. It's just like this. It's just it's so this sort of infantile thing we have about humanity. Mm-hmm. But then to focus on these things, like, I, like I'm not talking about just birthdays. I'm talking about even just people who are just totally deranged over Trump being president or whatever else. It's like that's to distract from something that's probably in your life that's much bigger than this peripheral yeah. political experience that you f- are now projecting your shit onto. So you don't actually have to sit down and look introspectively about maybe what you're bringing to the table, which probably isn't a lot. It's like the perfect example of Bernie acting this way is when he and Warren were having that discussion <laughs> right before the debates and Tom Steyer comes up to comes up to them. OK, yeah, good. I, yeah, he, literally just that. Yeah. Oh, oh, good. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's he shakes his hand and it's it's not like it's good to see you. Yeah, did, uh, did you see the other one? The other one that he did w- uh, with Tom Steyer was like up on stage with him, and then he just <laughs> yes. kind of pushed him away. <laughs> no, enough of that. Stop. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna check my note real quick because okay. I feel like I'm missing something. No, I totally. Get my we were gonna talk about. Oh, there, you'll there, see. There's a there's there's a interesting thought. It kind of goes into my thing on 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 the gun thing. It's like I feel like in order for us to move discourse forward about these like big hot button issues. It's like we have to like make each other a deal. So mm-hmm. like one, like one of them like one that I had in the note was like let's like make we have to make liberals a deal. Like for example, if you want gun control, we uh we have to like then 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 you allow me so I'll, I will honestly discuss gun control measures with you and how you want to re- restrict it. But then you need to allow us to have an honest discussion about obesity. Instead of like instead of turning And it that's in, just an example of just, something that you ex- could have. Exactly. Yeah. It's like because the, yeah. the, the left has now turned obesity into this you can't shame you're healthy in any way, you can't shame people for this. And it's like I'm not looking directly to directly bully anybody, but I as somebody who does believe in Medicare for all, we need to start also implementing an idea into the American populace that you need to have some accountability for how much you're taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And there's literally no personal responsibility put on us for our life decisions that are unhealthy. Um, and because uh, right. there, there are 40,000 deaths a month from a PC-related cause. And if you want to talk about gun deaths, you have to be open to talking about all deaths. Exactly. You can talk about drunk driving deaths as well. And yes. Like, although that's not really like a contested political argument. No, but, 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 but again, it's like, look, because like, like, the, the amount of deaths from ob- obesity-related causes dwarfs gun deaths by like mm. just a, a staggering degree heart disease and like all this Be- because because being fat can result in so many different things like it's yeah. cancers it's heart disease it's heart failure it's uh it's diabetes it, like, there are so many different different things and and i think we talked about the jillian michaels thing on the, on the we last did one. yeah um but yeah it's it, it's it's and I'll, i put in the note too like that i feel like lizzo is this <laughs> is like she's not a person anymore she's like an idea she like she's like yeah. this she's like this 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 thing used in an argument opposed to actually being a person right because her public persona is so fake to me that i don't and i think her music's good it's just that like i don't believe that she even like anything about her whole existence is genuine in any kind well, of. well i think maybe maybe it is genuine but in the sense that like she doesn't realize that she's being used as a pawn in right. arguments that are being brought about by the left or like the extreme left saying like, you know, she's she's black. She's a woman. She's overweight. It's body positivity and all that kind of stuff. And right. Acceptance for and, young and girls. How, and, how, and, how, and how people and how record labels see all those different things as marketable things. Right. And they have milked it to the nth degree yeah. with her. But I feel like a lot of artists or many artists just don't realize that they're being used in that way. Right. 
Um, whereas people sort of like us and people who listen to the podcast, I guess, or gays who listen to the podcast, um, realize that like we don't want to be used as pawns. And mm. so like we sort of distance ourselves from the mainstream or whatever. But I feel like she has sort of doubled down on the character that she's being painted to be sure. because it's fun and it's profitable. And it, that you know, second one's the more important one. Yeah. yeah. So for her to be this big boisterous character makes her a lot of money and has gives her a lot of listeners. Right. Um, and maybe she doesn't realize that she's being used in that way. I think she knows. And I think she's leaning totally into it. Um, uh, Let's see. What are we uh, What are we on now? I don't know. Um, I guess you can read Maya's comment. Yeah, Maya says, I disagree. And this was about the birthday thing. I think many people will be turned off by having a president who only wants to talk politics, saying happy birthday on social media is meaningless, but a card or a call is special. I guess really what I mean is like, uh, it, Bernie doesn't want to be like part of like the the boys club or whatever. That's like where you like smoke cigars that mean nothing with somebody. I think I think it's what he I think what he's getting at is like all of he can't his message of what he's trying to do politically gets clouded by what whether he like he's he's too loud. Mm-hmm. He's yelling too much. Ugh, one like, argument that I hear all the time is like, does he ever smile? Uh, and it's like, oh, shut up. And, and I think that that's what he's talking uh, about. Is yeah, like there's yeah, yeah. we get lost in these semantics mm-hmm. and my policies are ignored, you, yeah. you know. And he's a he's a good person and we all know that. Yeah. Why do we need him to give us a call on our birthday? And again, I say he's a good person as somebody who like doesn't support a lot of his positions or or especially the way he wants to implement them. Yeah. But would probably, if especially if he has Tulsi as a running mate, I'm gonna be really conflicted um, yeah. about what to do. But I'll vote. I'll vote for him. If he no, of that. course. Um, and then, uh, I guess Perry's comment. Uh, Rep Zion posted a video about that obese YouTuber girl. It was just her ignorance of food. It was painful to watch. I had to tap out. Yeah, usually. Is. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, my Perry also says my mom has instilled in me always giving someone a card. Yeah, that's a good. Of no, course, yeah. And, I, and like for instance, like when I when um when Christmas comes around, and people will give me stuff. I always write handwritten cards, mm-hmm. and and then I realize how at that time of year I realize how little I ever write with my hand anymore, and how difficult it. It's just yeah. like my handwriting is all atrocious. Um, Tom says, believe it or not, I was part of a political focus group this evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. We were not told who the client or news organization paying for this was. Interesting. It was so interesting that all of the issues on that on all the issues, the moderator kept pushing for making a choice between one extreme or another while we all kept saying we wanted a middle ground. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I feel like we have no options now. Uh, we're pushed into one side or the other. Um, Dallas says a lot of the hatred on the left at Bernie is completely shallow. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you yeah. see the reply guys or the reply girls it, in his mentions. It's, it's it's shallow because they don't they don't have they don't they don't really have a way. They, they, I think because because what what they're they're not they're not telling the truth, and the, the truth is that if he gets fucked out of this, his voter his base is not going to go vote for Warren. No, and so it, it's going to splinter the vote, and and then simultaneously the fear would be that. It, people who would vote for Warren are not going to vote for him, which is probably the case as it's well. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same either way. And so I think that they're trying to mitigate a, the damage that is kind of already in play. Maybe they'll run together. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That would, <laughs> Maybe it'll be a Warren Sanders ticket. Yeah. That would or be a Sanders Warren ticket. That would be, he's, he's just, he's capitulated so much that they're horseshit that it's possible that he would do something stupid like I that. Know. Um, Maya says you can't convince people if your point if you point and yell a smile would help and not and not we're done with uh, with uh, dude I, especially yeah. the way that he's being attacked like I I don't after 2016 like it has been four years of this against him like yeah. I would have no pleasantries left in me anymore yeah a- and again like this is who he is you go back to 1988 and watch his videos and he's still just gruff and that's that's kind of who he is and and like Trump points and yells and he wins. One mm-hmm. and and you go to these rallies. It's him kind of giving a stand-up routine. He had his the funniest one the other day. He was at one of his rallies. I saw, I saw a clip from it, and he was talking about Rashida Tlaib. And he mm. goes, Rashida Tlaib, and he, and he, he walks through the podium and he goes, Tlaib, Tlaib. 
He just keeps saying Talib over and over and over again. Talib. Why? <laughs> I what don't know, fuck, but it was dude? so funny. <laughs> like, Talib. Tal- frankly, Talib. It was so fucking weird. It's just showing he, off that he can pronounce her name correctly. Yeah, I, and, and honestly, I have to admit, it was kind of a miracle that he was able to. <laughs> uh, Neononi says, Bernie is similar to Ron Paul in that they're political savants. They see little utility and distractions from the message. Yeah. That's yeah. And I that's think, basically what it is. And and, and and I think that that's kind of the thing, too, is like, like I mean, like look, look at Warren's like, selfie thing. I, I've taken 50 selfies all around. It's like, you're not this isn't relatable this isn't cute like especially like uh, to, to maya's point like the reason why that's so off base just to the messaging that this country wants to hear is like how often do we hear that trump is this existential crisis and nazis are a brewing and whatever mm-hmm. so like he's supposed to be cutesy on the heels of a media that talks about his opponent as this bringing of the third reich kind like right. so what do you guys like i guess i would ask you what do you want from him yeah like, i don't i don't do really know want? what like what he's supposed to do and like like and also tulsi has not been kind in any of these debates yeah. it's like she fucking laser focuses on somebody and takes a fucking scalpel to their metaphorical testicles and like kamala harris doesn't have a campaign anymore because of tulsi gabbard being not nice yeah and so granted she's calm about it which i think is also very effective and when she does it but i don't want nice anymore and who they're running against you can't be fucking nice and seem like you can get steamrolled because he will fucking do it yeah so i fully support bernie being i, I wish he was more intense than he is mm-hmm. like he's he he has come up every time that he has evidence that he is being directly attacked he takes I don't want to call it the high, the pussy road. It's not even the high road anymore. It really is just like a weak, weak position on 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 something where you have ammunition to like the second Tulsi got attacked on that podcast, her fuck just that tweet was just laser focused and yeah. fire. Queen it, of warmongers. Yes. Yeah. And and she that got she got a lot of people to wake because what's interesting about it is before Tulsi did that, people still took clinton seriously and and it was interesting like even my my parents who remember when hillary was running she would say like they would say things like uh you know hillary's this really well qualified she deserves this job all this kind of kind of things and then i asked them you know what was your take on on this thing with tulsi gabbard and they're like we don't know why clinton what is she doing and so like to wake up the average person to how like we all knew how monstrous hillary was um, but it, it woke up a lot of people who were not aware of it. And it was Tulsi fully on the attack. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that is really what political campaigns have always been. And so like this social media niceness, which again, like, I would, I would ask Maya this, this question of like, do you want, do you, do you want him to pretend to be something he's not, which is to smile and take selfies or do you want the most genuine version of these people, mm-hmm. um, which is what I want, because yeah. I want to know who the fuck they are and what they stand for, which is why I respect someone like Tulsi or Andrew Yang or Bernie as well, who have gone on Rogan and give these either between hour or three hour long unfiltered like views of their world. And so I can listen to I listened to the first Tulsi one many years ago. I was already a supporter of hers. Um, but after that three hours, I knew exactly what she stood for on everything. There was no mystery to me anymore. And also how she would talk when she wasn't like you'd hear her campaign lines and then she would just start talking normally as she does. And you'd be like, OK, now I know who this person is. Yeah. And so if, if Bernie were to manufacture something and, and be what the media wants him to be, which, again, think about flipping the genders, too. If they told Warren to smile more or Klobuchar to smile more. Oh, my God. And so th- that, that's yeah. also why this is such a misguided way of thinking. And so and again, if he and if he capitulated to to the, the wills of the people that are telling him to behave in a certain way, it would be so transparent and would make his base trust him less. And so it's I, I'm not really sure what that that impulse is for people to want him to behave in that particular way. Yeah. What do we have? Next, um, Let's, uh, so uh, this is this is interesting. So there was a what's it? How do you pronounce this comp- this company's name? Gondé Garçon. Yeah, so they're a Japanese company, <laughs> and they decided to have a fashion show. <laughs> they did a runway look where, a I mean, basically a bunch of white models came out wearing wigs that feature cornrows. Right. 
Uh, here is a CNN article. One of the lace front cornrow wigs worn at the Comte de Garçon show this week that Paris, in Paris that has come under criticism. Okay, so it's a picture of first him. First off, so this cultural appropriation thing. If you go back in history, every single culture had dreadlocks and 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 hair braiding and like Vikings before they even interacted with black people. We know they had dreadlocks. Like so, this is not this hairstyle is not. Un- specific to a culture it kind of is now mm-hmm. but historically it's it's not so like what culture is being appropriated exactly is it like modern african-american culture or are you t- but they never talk about it that way it's like our ancestors had to do our hair in this particular way and it's like well you don't have to that that's the other part of like this 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 discussion that is so f- interesting to me is like the way that it's framed is that black people have to have these particular hairstyles and it's like you don't have to like, and, and, and so, like, white people, because they have straight hair, they are choosing to, to appropriate black culture or whatever else. And it's like, you can, like, I think, like, Nina Turner, who is uh, Sanders' uh, campaign, um, uh, not her, his advisor, but, like, his spokesperson, essentially, she's a black woman from Ohio, she just shaves her fucking head and bleaches it blonde, and she looks like a fucking badass. It's like, yeah. you don't, no one has to have any particular type of hairstyle. And so, it just, like, this... This this cultural appropriation thing is just so well. The the, the title of the, or the headline is CDG criticized for cultural appropriation for using lace front cornrow wigs. So uh, basically, yeah, maybe there's some more pictures if you scroll down. Um, uh, what I love about too is like let's look at all the models, the white models, and look how they know it's a bad decision. So right. Look at this kid's course. face. Look at this kid's face. I'm glad they didn't like look reveal at, their look names. At, look at these two. I, I think they had the foresight to know that this is not their. But then fault. look, they have a black they person have a black guy, wearing yeah. it, like. Wh- I mostly want to talk about how fucking gross Awful. these outfits are, dude. I don't know what happened uh, to them, but like, I used to really, really love their stuff, and it's become that clown costumes, right? Um. Anyways, like the white people are wearing blonde cornrows and this black person, this black model who's who's modeling for CDG is wearing black cornrows. But what I phone find most atrocious is the placement of these wigs mm-hmm. and how terribly they are worn. Like look how low on each of them. Look how low it's worn on their forehead. Well, and also, you can still see the lace. Right. Well, what's interesting is this one's not done poor. Like, they, they no, it looks great. It's like they didn't thread this one all the way. Yeah. On the white people, it just looks This bad. one looks okay in the back here. It's still too low, though. Yeah. Like, your eyes are supposed to be halfway down your face, you know, with your hairline. It's like you have the, the symmetry of from top to bottom. But, like, wh- did they just, like, not – did they know it was a bad decision and so they made it look bad because they're trying to say that white people can't pull it off or like what what's the I don't think there was that here? much foresight that went into it. I I mean maybe that's yeah, I'm just reading too much into it, but like the two white people that are in this photo with their blonde cornrow wigs look awful. The wigs the- are not styled well. It's like or not not necessarily styled well, but they're not placed well and they didn't cut off the lace. It's like what are you doing? I uh and I and I remember what my prediction was of why they did this this hairstyle. Like I said, it kind of looks like an Egyptian thing. Mm-hmm. Remember I said that yeah, about yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, so like you can read. Uh, dear all, my inspiration for the CDD, CDG show was Egyptian prints, a look I found truly beautiful and inspirational, a look that was an homage. Never was it my intention to hurt or offend anyone ever. If I did, I deeply apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah Maya says maybe they, they knew it would get them more press. It could be outrage marketing, yeah. but like... I don't think that they no no the designer wouldn't wouldn't post that well because because you know. because this person got thrown under the bus because it's like well you you should have known and it's like people also they they ascribe they uh, like they apply American racism which is very unique to the rest of the globe. Right. Which it's is not the so same. it's so myopic to do that. It, it, it's like racism is not the history of racism is not the same in Canada. It's not the same in England. Like the N word does not have the same weight in England as it does here. It basically is meaningless. Um, like it, it like because it's just it's not part of the foundation of what it was used to denigrate people. It just it doesn't have the right. same thing. It's like you, you don't say it, but it's like still at the same time. It, it just doesn't have the same. It's not a nuclear bomb like it is here. 
And so someone in France, I don't think that they would have, like, I don't think cultural, pro- they, Me Too didn't even make it to France. Like, they, they don't, they're on a different thing. You know what I mean? And, and, and so, I don't know. It, it just, again, the story's kind of old, but I, I felt like it was funny enough to me to want to wanna bring it up. Yeah. Um, uh, so. Let's see. Well, speaking of old stories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, a week ago, released a candle that's scented uh, off her vagina. Gwyneth Paltrow has released a vagina candle naturally. Naturally. And it, the quote is, it smells funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected. That makes uh, me want to vomit, dude. I don't want to know what your vag smells she, like. <laughs> she's either brilliant or she's insane. I don't really know which one it is. Well, they sold out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and it's a $75 candle. Fucking hey. I know. Somebody it sold out and so now somebody's selling theirs on eBay for $300. Oh my God. Well, cuz doesn't the candle just say my vagina? It says this smells like my vagina or something like that. Yeah, this smells smells like my vagina candle beautygoop.com US dollar 75. So Gwyneth Paltrow has made a strong business out of her vagina. She through her wellness platform group a uh, goop, goop introduced us to the concept of vaginal steaming. Jade vaginal <laughs> eggs and of course the <laughs> the elusive sex dust moon juice. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, now new for January 2020, we have the vagina candle, which is already sold out, prompting a wait list. According to Paltrow, her "This smells like my vagina" candle is a funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully <laughs> unexpected scent. There's something about the beautifully unexpected. With like ooh. Okay, so this was also what I found interesting was the ingredients that went into what it's supposed to smell like, which all of these ingredients are very masculine. So geranium, citrusy, uh, bergamot, and cedar. Yeah. Absolute juxtapose, juxtapose, Jesus, juxtaposed <laughs> with damask rose and ambrette seed. The goal, the goop description optimistically reads, is to put us in mind of fantasy, seduc- seduction, and sophisticated warmth. If yeah. You, if you do manage, manage to buy one, though, the wait list, it'll be, cost around $75. Yeah. <laughs> My Kundal would have been a better name, says yeah. Neon <laughs> <laughs> I really... So, Gwyneth Paltrow, I was reading this article before we started. Um, she, I mean, obviously it says right here, but she had a, a lawsuit. Let's see. When was it? September of two, 2019 that forced her to pay $145,000 in a settlement, uh, because she was basically like lying about the effects of her products. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, and I'm sure, yeah, maybe you guys I think that started with the it, jade egg thing. Jade eggs. Yeah. yeah. Over vaginal eggs. The website, uh, had made unproven claims you, the, that, it, the that thing, it, it like healed your vagina. And you like and put it in your pussy and just let it hang out there. Is that kind of what they do? Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's like a yawny egg, but like, um, you could do like kegels with it. That'd be like good for your Oh, people do it all the probably. time. They yeah. put a weight on the end and there's like a chain connecting. Okay. Oh, to stretch your dick out. <laughs> no, 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 no. Your vagina to strengthen the, the muscles. Why would you put a weight on your vagina? No, no, no. You put the egg in your vagina. You oh, and then a the weight, chain. and then you hold. You try to hold. You it hold in. the egg. Yeah. I see. Um, uh, but anyway, she like was basically lying about the not lying, but like she claimed that her product would do a certain thing, and it's not scientifically proven, which is like an FDA violation. So she had to pay out stuff, and it's like, you really are pushing the the boundaries with this vagina candle. They need penis candles. What would that smell? That would smell awful. I don't, yeah. Well, it depends, like, because even, like, freshly washed penis has a has a fragrance. <laughs> it's more like the ball sack that smells, though. It's the grundle. It's the underneath yeah, 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 bit. Yeah. It just collects. It, it's, yeah, like, yeah. really close to your asshole, and then it just, and then the in-between leg part just yeah, collects it's nightmares. Stinky. So it's, it's yeah, it's, it's uh, especially after a good two-day bender. A two-day bender of just not showering, oh. or like, and you're just like drinking like cheap oh. gin and just yeah. What this is very specific, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then you give your you give your taint like a little swab and oh. to take a sniff. That's so gross. It's only smells, Sean. No, it's not only smells. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was interesting. I was watching, I was looking at these pictures from the Golden Globes, um, because there was a big hoopla because Brad Pitt and uh, and Jennifer Aniston were kind of like laughing and palling around oh. and uh then they had like this this photo album of like brad pitt through the years and who he's dated and i forgot that he dated her oh yeah and what i want to show you is what he looked like while he was dating her um, oh my 
Okay. Because it's so perfect. Um, uh, wow. Go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this, yeah. where they looked, like, exactly the same. Yeah, and then he has, like, a, a take me to the manager haircut. Yeah, I remember this. That was, I mean, still hot, but... It's just, like, she... And she just... It always just looks so miserable. Yeah. She... I don't... I really don't know what's up with her. Was she a child star? Uh, no. Um, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I wonder. But, but she was... She was in World Tannenbaum's. She was really good in that. Yeah. But I think she was kind of playing herself a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, I don't really know what her what her deal is. Um, yeah. Nino says Jewish penis candles wouldn't work because all the wicks would be out, uh, <laughs> cut off at the factory. <laughs> wow! I was saying to you uh, the other day, like, what what is it about like uncircumcised penises that are much more threatening? Oh, like because they have like the like, mystique. Like, like, yeah, the... like because if you like if you say like, oh, he's got like a ten inch dick, you're like Jesus. If you say like a ten inch uncir- uncut uncut dick, you're like Jesus. Whoa! Yeah. yeah. There's like something about it that's like a lot more threatening. Yeah, it, and I was saying to you, I think it's just like the mystique. The my, like, what are you hiding in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you've like, got ten inches. That's not how it works, but you've got ten inches of of foreskin. Yeah, you get like a ten inch anteater on uh, hanging in between your legs. Um, <laughs> let me check the note again real quick. Yeah, do we even have anything else? I thought we covered everything. I think we might have. We kind of blasted through that one. Oh, I did want to talk about the Richmond, Virginia protests, uh, the Second Amendment thing they went and did. Oh, yeah. So Ralph, Ralph Northam, he's the uh, uh, governor of Virginia. Sure. The guy who did blackface. Um, <laughs> he uh, he had some weird law that he's – you know, he could probably help me with this. But he had some, like, weird kind of Second Amendment stuff that was like, – I, I think it might have been – it might have had to do with, like, him – supporting some of the ideas around like red flag laws or something interesting that way. But anyway, there was this large second amendment, uh, uh, protest where people would just show up cause, uh, you can open carry there. So it was like tons mm-hmm. of people just open carrying assault rifles and, and, um, and whatever. I saw, I saw, I saw a guy with a 50 cal. I mean, like, like really some people went pretty far out, but I was like, Oh no! Like, cause someone's gonna do something fucking stupid. Cause they're all armed. Yeah, it's and, like, and the way yeah. the media was talking about them, it's like, oh, this is a white supremacist rally. And then you, so the the good news of this whole thing was, is like, there were black people with guns, mm-hmm. there were white people with guns. Um, uh, there was, it was a really diverse group, and then nothing. It went off completely peacefully and, and without thank a hitch. God. And thank yeah. God, yeah. And the media seemed completely disappointed. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's why, like, it, it showed up on my Twitter feed for, like, 10 seconds, and it was gone. Yep. Because nothing happened, and there wasn't, like, an outbreak or anything. No. Oh, speaking of outbreaks, yeah, that's let's good, talk that's about the, yeah. the coronavirus yeah. that, that started in China yeah. and has now made its way to the U.S. Yeah, and so it was interesting when this was happening. What, like, so this is very much like a it's like a SARS situation. Um, but what was interesting about it is they didn't initially – so they, they, they went and tried to trace, like, patient zero, and they traced it back to this, like, fish market, like, open fish market – um, but then they were starting to find patients who were getting infected with this coronavirus that had not been to the fish market, which then uh, confirmed the fact that it's it can be tr- transferred from human to human. Yep. Um, and now we have the first confirmed case of it here in the United States. Yeah, it's basically like a pneumonia-like virus right. that is per- uh, transmittable between human beings. 17 people in China, I think, as of the last time I read about it, have died and now one person here is infected. Before we begin, uh, yeah. Neoni says, red flag laws, this is what they were trying to push. Uh, red flag laws, eight, uh, assault weapon bans, he puts that in quotes, which it should be in quotes, high capacity magazine bans, a gun registry, and even mandatory buybacks have all been proposed. Yeah, so, yeah. And again, it's like you give them an inch, they take a mile. Um, I feel like we have to do another, another gun one just to like, kind of like update people on that but we'll yeah do time. i'm not particularly passionate about it though so i feel like i'd be kind of boring in but that I, sense. I think that but you're not passionate in the other direction so i think that like you but you also i don't think that i have any views on it that you think are far out Mm-mm. um and i'm very much of like we can't restrict any more of what we're, what we're doing because like like you know for example they talk about assault rifles and they're like uh a mass shooting will happen the perpetrator uses an assault rifle and they go we have to ban these but then you look at the amount of people that die from assault rifles or die from handguns, and they're not even close. Handguns kill way more people. So you know that if they ban the one, they're just waiting to try to ban the other. It's like mm-hmm. they're not looking to try to curb anything. It's just – anyway. 
Um, yeah, but yeah, this coronavirus. So it, it it's 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 going to be really interesting because. But I kind of I'm a little I'm a little uh, into the idea of a, a global pandemic. Oh, great! Yeah, Good to know. My, my black pill sensibility. Yeah, let's just one. let's just thin out the population. I think it, we know? needed a little bit or just something. Awful. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want that. I don't want to die. No, well, you wouldn't die. You're healthy. You're healthy and you're young. All oh, right, and we also live in like one of the richest countries in the world. Yes. So like. We won't die. No. Right. Yeah. Asia, go get, get, get thinned out a little bit, maybe. America, excuse me? <laughs> what are you calling for right now, Jordan? America has too much pride to let its people die from a pandemic, mm. unless it's AIDS. Yeah, that, that one's okay. That one uh, really killed a lot of people. It definitely did, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> why not do a one-off or solo gun <laughs> episode of Sean, who is clearly a commie, isn't into it? <laughs> I might, I might do that. Maybe I'll do like a concentrate on guns. Okay. All right. Um, but I'm out of shit. It's, I am too. I, I, I was hoping to make it to an hour and we just barely did. So um, thank you for everybody who subscribed recently. Um, if you haven't. Uh, Subscribe. Hit that bell. Hit, We're here every Wednesday at 7 p.m. We are also on the podcast app and SoundCloud. Oh, and if you feel compelled, <laughs> no pressure to do this, go to the podcast. Because we had a few people like. I think people who we said something that made them really pissed off went and reviewed the podcast on the app. recently we're at four stars, but like we have like two not written. Oh yeah. 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 I know like that. one, yeah. like one star reviews that are fucking us up. So if you can go yeah. on the podcast app and just like, you don't have to even write a review, but just do five stars. If you like it, that yeah. would be much appreciated. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so that's, that's it. And we'll All see right, you everybody. next Wednesday at 7, 7 PM Pacific. Goodbye. Bye. This is all wrong. I should be back in school. How dare you! You have stolen my dreams. How dare you!